0: hello everyone and welcome to the bloom where you're planted podcast sponsored by never too late cafe and i'm laura womack your host and today i have a special guest with me chris jones welcome chris
1: hi how are you
0: wonderful to have you here yeah, so nice to be here. tell us where you are currently living
1: uh currently i'm living in portsmouth ohio
0: and is that where you're from originally
1: yeah, pretty much. I mean, i I was born in Cincinnati, but I moved uh, to Portsmouth when I when I was five. So, might as well say I've been here my whole life. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is there any story about your relocation or? Uh,
1: no, not really. Um, we just we moved um, when I was really young. Um, my mom moved back in with my parents or her parents. Sorry, <laughs> my mom moved back in with her parents and brought us with her. So, I've uh, been here ever since.
0: Great. Glad to have you in Portsmouth, Ohio. I know that you studied at the Ohio University. What was your your focus, your major at OU?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, when I went to OU, uh, it was OU Southern. So it was the one in Ironton, not the one in Athens. So <laughs> I never did go to the one in Athens. Okay. Um, they had a program in Ironton, uh, OU Southern, called the Electronic Media Program. And I was part of that for two years. And I never graduated because I had a couple classes I needed to take and they weren't offered the um, semester that I was trying to take them and ended up getting a job uh, working at a TV station in between the time that I was waiting and it just kind of never happened. <laughs> so I've still got a couple classes I need to take to get my degree there, but uh, it's been so long ago. It's like I keep thinking, you know, one day I want to go back and get it just to have it, but (laughs) I just haven't got it yet.
0: Well, you obviously um, learned the technology while you were there. I know you've done several things in film. So can you, did you do any projects where you were OU or meet any people that influenced you or?
1: Um, You know, it it really started when I was in high school, Um, about 2000, 2000. About 2000, 2001, uh, my interest in media, um, me and my friends used to just make really goofy videos and stuff and just having a good time. Uh, And when I was in high school, they started a media program there. And I'd always thought, you know, if I had the ability to edit these videos, that would be great because we would video them and we were editing them by basically recording them off the television and, and, and trying to make edits that way which is like, just crazy, really. But um, so so I, I got into the program there to see if I could learn how to edit. And and when I got in, and uh, there was a guy there that was teaching, he had just started the program. His name was Brent Cowan. And um, he he taught me a lot. I mean, he taught me almost everything that I know, uh, just in that very short period of time. I mean, I spent a lot of time just sitting next to him and him saying, Okay, here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Uh, and then the year after that, he went on to work uh, for Philadelphia, and so he moved. Uh, and that's when he uh, brought a guy named Scott Spears, who I think you know, uh, mm. and and he was a filmmaker, actually making movies and everything out in Hollywood for quite a while. Um, so I got I learned from two really good people, uh, and Scott taught me everything Brent didn't get a time get get time to teach, <laughs> I guess. Um, so I, I kind of got an education like a, a college education almost just sitting there in high school with these two guys. Um, and that was way before I even went off to college. Uh, so the first movie that I started uh, on, it's called the King of Irontown. And that was obviously it's in Ironton, Ohio. Uh, it was a movie that was directed, produced by a guy named Mickey Fisher uh, who has done a few things. Um, I don't know if anybody uh, would know, uh, he had a show, um, I think it was on NBC called Extant, uh, had Halle Berry in it and that kind of thing. Um, and and he's still out there kind of writing scripts, and making movies and stuff. Um, but that was my first kind of getting thrown into the movie scene, I guess. <laughs> um, I was just helping Scott because Scott was doing the videography for that. And it was all shot on film, which was really cool because that was the first time I'd ever been around actual movie film and somebody shooting on. So I got to see how that would be done. Uh, And and obviously it's a lot different than shooting something on video. Uh, Can't make a whole lot of mistakes because it's a little expensive (laughs) to do. Um, Tapes, obviously you can just run tape all day long, but um, film kind of has to happen the way you want it to happen. So a lot more preparation involved with shooting on film than uh, shooting on video. But that was that was my first movie. Um, so I actually shot my uh, I, I, I worked on my first movie before I actually even entered into college at OU. I actually I went into college at OU after uh, working at one of the local TV stations here in town uh, doing uh, their local sports and um, just kind of doing some random things there and actually worked for Chuck there. So Chuck worked uh, at that TV station first. That was WQCW. Uh, it was a, it was the WB affiliate at the time. And, uh, so anyways, long story short, I got a lot of experience before I ever went to OU. <laughs> so there was a lot of things that happened before that. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'm rambling. So
0: <laughs> no, you're fine. I mean, I have a confession when you told me that you had worked with Mickey Fisher on a film, yes. I had to look it up.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah.
0: I was like, you know, sometimes when people get famous, because Mickey, you know, I have seen The Extant and the first season mm-hmm. of it. You know, sometimes people say they know someone famous and they maybe were in the same building with them or something, but I went, Oh my gosh, yeah. Chris was on the camera crew. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're good. <laughs> it was way before he was famous. <laughs> well, it was he's actually from Ironton, Ohio. So um the first movie he ever did was King of Iron Town, and uh, he had contacted my my teacher uh, at, at Portsmouth High School uh, to work on the film because they were connected somehow through some kind of uh, internet website. He found Scott, and Scott was like, "Hey, I will do your movie, but I've got a guy here that's really interested in this stuff. As like, would you be able to?" pay a little bit for him to come along and be my camera assistant basically so um, that's how I met Mickey and I actually did another movie with him while I was in OU and uh, OU Southern it's called uh, Autumn Mixtape uh, and that came out I think around 2009. Uh, King Irontown was more like 2002.
0: So interesting I had no idea about the second film and um, and yes I know Scott um, he <laughs> I knew him through a family member of his when I started to do a film a few years ago. And then he referred me to you as, you know, I've got this key student I had years ago and I'm going to refer because he's no longer living in this area. And, and he just says, yeah, he's in Columbus now. And so, and he was like, but, you know, Chris can do everything you need. So (laughs) it's so funny how things come around. And um, yeah. So when you were at the TV station, um, besides sports, did you do some other projects?
1: When, When I first started, uh, at, I started working at QCW, um, 2006, 2005, 2006. And all I really did was I was just looking to get into something like, um, it had been three, four years since I really got to do a lot of stuff, you know? and I didn't know how to get into the industry and how to get in the business. I was like, you know what? There's a local TV station in my town. I'm just going to go down there and see if I can get something, you know? (laughs) Um, And I ended up getting the, uh, what's called a master control, which I don't know that any TV station actually has that anymore, but it it was the guy that pressed the buttons to make the TV shows come on. (laughs) And when it went to break uh, there would be local spots that would play and so it would go. basically the the satellite would feed in the show, and then you'd press a button and you start playing some commercials. Um, so easy stuff. Uh, obviously, not really what I like to do, but I was at least doing something that are around what I like. Uh, and after being there for a while, the the guy that owned the place, Chuck Jones, who was my boss at both TV stations, uh, he decided he wanted to start doing. Uh, local sports because in this area, Portsmouth, Ohio, and honestly, probably the, uh, the whole state of Ohio really is very big into high school sports. So, so uh, he thought that would be a, a market we could go into. So we started shooting a lot of high school sports. And when we did that uh, is when I really started getting to do um, camera work. I did some camera work for that for the first two or three games. After that, uh, I got moved into directing, so that was the first time I'd ever directed something like that, Uh, and it was live. It's all live to tape. It's not live onto TV because there's a lot of kind of legal stuff involved with that when it comes to high school sports, Um, but it was all live to tape, and so you can't make a mistake. (laughs) So, And if you do make a mistake, you're meant to do it. (laughs) <laughs> so that's kind of how you had I to meant do to do that <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> that's where I learned that um if you make a mistake and you're doing it live uh you meant to do it so <laughs> um so yeah I, I did that at that tv station and then I ended up deciding I wanted to go and get my degree uh, and when I did that I went to OU Southern um and by the time that I was you know, waiting for those classes. Like I said before, uh, Chuck had actually started his own TV station. He was looking for help to do the same thing. He wanted to do sports again, uh, there, and I was looking for something to do because I was bored and I had nothing. I I couldn't take any classes and I was just kind of sitting around waiting for something to do. And that kind of came up. So, um, shot video for him there. Same thing. Uh, first year I was doing video camera, Uh, second, I was directing again, so (laughs) kind of went the same way it did last time, but I stayed there a lot longer last time, um, almost six years, uh, actually a little over six years. Uh, and while I was there, um, I directed the news that we did. We tried to do a local news for a few years, um, uh, made a lot of the commercial spots. Um, I did a lot of different things there while I was there for that period of time, the second time, the first time just kind of video camera and directing the last time I was like, anything you can think of, I was probably doing it.
0: Well, you know, it's great when you can wear a lot of hats because you learn a lot and it's, it's skills that, you know, can't be taken from you. So I know there was some wrestling aspect.
1: Yeah. uh, You know, when I, when, when I uh, was looking like when I said I was looking for something to do to go into TV or just anything, one of the goals that I kind of set for myself was, you know what, I can videotape wrestling. I was like, I I I'm a fan of wrestling, always have been since I was a kid. And I was like, I could do that, I could videotape that. I think it'd be fun to do that. Um, and my and my cousin, who is uh Dirk Cunningham, he owned a wrestling company here in Portsmouth called RCW Wrestling. And I was like, you know, one of my goals is gonna be to get into that i'm gonna videotape that thing he had a tv show and it was on the cw and i was like you know what i'm watching it one day and i was like i'm gonna tape that someday uh so while i was working at the cw i started talking to dirk a little bit and the first show that i kind of conned him into letting me videotape was uh a show where he brought in some some pretty famous wrestlers um and i kind of used that to say oh you might need help with that one you know like you, you want to bring me in for that one? He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, So that's how I got into it. Um, so I got into it because my cousin owned the company, basically. <laughs> uh, but I, I did that for a long time. I did that probably from uh, 2005 to 2015, so almost 10 years. And um, got to go to a lot of places all over West Virginia, uh, Kentucky, and all over Ohio shooting, wrestling. Um, yeah, it was lots of fun. A lot of fun times
0: well you know my brother was a big wrestling fan and uh, that was many many years ago long before you were born but he took me to one uh, at a fairgrounds in Springfield Ohio I was just a kid and I remember the chic <laughs> <laughs> he, oh,
1: okay. was,
0: he came running was it the I don't the, know the,
1: fi- the fire and, and um, uh, the big knife and stuff
0: all I remember is he came up in the stands and scared me to death. And I was still there <laughs> screaming. And then there was Waldo yeah. Curry and Fred Curry. And oh my gosh, I just, um, but those are long, it's long, experience. long ago. <laughs> They're probably not yeah. around anymore. So uh, it's just funny when you said that you got into wrestling, I was like, oh, I've, I've
1: watched a few. So, so those were the fun ones to shoot because I, I liked being, By the ring. I liked being there in, in like in the midst of it. Um, And the, and my favorite stuff would always be the hardcore matches when they go out into the crowd, (laughs) somebody be fighting out there in the stands and throwing people on chairs and stuff out there. And I'm just following around, um, going into the bathrooms and throwing trash cans and stuff. Just (laughs) those are the fun. Those are the fun ones.
0: (laughs) Breaking chairs and throwing trash. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the good old days
1: that's it yeah we went to uh one of the shows that i did uh, i don't know if anybody listening would know any of this stuff but there's a team called the nasty boys and uh they actually they got us thrown out of the building that we, we were in because they could break in the chairs and the tables and stuff and they they weren't ours they were just breaking everything that the building owned. they're like you know what you guys just can't come back here anymore it's like you guys are just breaking everything so that was a that was an interesting night <laughs> a lot of a lot of stories like that
0: they supposed to be chairs that are made to break right
1: <laughs> yeah these weren't they weren't props <laughs> these were like those yeah these are like those hard plastic tables that like you buy at walmart and have the big poles and stuff like i it, not something I don't think I'd want to be slammed on, <laughs> but they were just there. So they were throwing them on there and <laughs> it, was, it was interesting.
0: More experiences you'll, you'll never forget. I'm going to kind of go to where you were doing the short film with me a few years ago. That was probably 14. I'm thinking something like that. I was like
1: trying that. to think that. Yeah, it was either 2013 or 14, I believe. i i I couldn't remember i was trying to remember that earlier
0: yeah honestly it's so weird that i can't remember either but you know besides being the camera person i didn't know at that time that you had directed but i know that i had a vision of something to do and um and it was very helpful to have you come alongside and say this would be better or let's do it this way or not do it that way. And so, and then you ended up, you know, you edited and I know that you duplicated DVDs. You just did so many of the behind scenes tasks. And um, I'm really grateful for that because I, I had an idea, but I didn't know how to go about it. And it was very helpful. Yeah, no problem. So was, it was there fun. anyone... So I know you said Mickey and Scott and then Dirk, and I, I also know Dirk. I just didn't know that he owned the company, the wrestling company. So that's great. So now you're currently, you're still in Portsmouth and you're doing.
1: Uh, Right now I'm working for Christ community church in Portsmouth. Um, It's uh, a lot different than everything I've just described that I do. So (laughs) (laughs) um, from one stream to the other, I guess, uh, but you know i'm I'm also uh, a Christian and I'm very into um, my faith and everything. so um, it's not really a stretch for me to do something like that because that's that's kind of where I was I was heading at that time. It was like just getting very involved in in local churches and getting very involved with uh, the behind the scenes of helping them doing those kinds of things. Um, but it's a lot different than what I was doing at the time. Uh, so I, I don't really, you know, I don't produce things for, well, at, during the pandemic now, it's almost become like a TV station because you're, you're doing live streaming all the time. But it wasn't like that a few years ago. <laughs> um, so it was, more, it was more live experience, the people that come to the church than it was live watching on TV, mm-hmm. uh, which was a lot different. So I had to learn a lot of different things about audio, which I never was a big audio guy. Uh, I was more of a video. I can, I, can, I can shoot something. I knew enough about audio to make it to where you could hear what was going on, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't my thing. Uh, I was more behind the scenes editing, videography. That was my thing, uh, dabbling a little bit in graphic design. Now it's more audio, graphic design, uh, a little tiny bit of video. Every once in a while, I'll do some promos and stuff like that, uh, putting things together. And, um, yeah, it, I have used a lot of different things for my past to be able to do what I'm doing now. So, um, learning how to do promos was a big thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do now. So it's more, it's more live as in, if you come to the church, uh, I've got, you know, videos up on the screens that make sure that the. Uh, the pastors being able to be seen on the screen that you can hear him, you know, <laughs> um, and obviously now we're doing a lot of live streaming stuff. So that there's been a lot of learning involved with that because I had never done anything like that before.
0: You know, the pandemic's changed a lot for everybody. And um, so you were able to pull on your skills that you had from before. So that's good. Yeah. This podcast is called Bloom Where You're Planted. And I always ask people because it really is truly different for everybody. So what does that phrase or quote mean to you?
1: Um, Bloomberg, you're planted. Uh, to me, it means you don't have to go somewhere to do what you want to do. When I first got into this, I thought, okay, I want to do filmmaking. So I got to go to film school. So um I don't think I talked about this, but I actually went to Toledo University before I ever went anywhere. I was right after I, went, I graduated uh, and I went up there and um, it was just it, it was it was a, a lot different experience. And um, it, it taught me, you know, you don't need to leave to to do the things that you want to do.
0: So words of wisdom for anyone that wants to do what you have done
1: out and shoot pictures with your phone. If you're sitting somewhere, just that's what I do when we go out. Now I'm just taking pictures all the time, posting them on Facebook. Um, and and honestly, I'm just practicing. I'm just saying, okay, I need to get better at photography. Let's, let's just mess with photography. Um, I'm not going to get better at it by listening to someone tell me how to do it. I'm going to get better at it by doing it. So bloom where you're planted is wherever you're at, find a way to do what you're wanting to do there. Uh, and, and don't think that you've got to spend a lot of money that you've got to move all the way out to LA to be able to, to make films because you don't, and especially in Ohio, cause there's a lot of people making films in Ohio. Um, all the films that I've worked on have been in Ohio or West Virginia. Um, we talked about a couple, but one that we didn't talk about was, um, the, the movie called pro wrestlers versus zombies, which <laughs> was an interesting film. And that's what I, I worked with. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. I uh, worked with uh, Roddy Piper and Kurt Angle, and there were uh, some more famous people on that one than the others. But um, it's an interesting film. If you can watch it, why not? <laughs> I wouldn't go out of your way to see it, <laughs> so, but it's it's a uh, it's an interesting film. Um, but uh, I didn't have to go to Florida to do that. I didn't have to go to um, L.A. to do that. You know, I've, I've been, I've been blessed enough to be able to stay where I am and get to do what I like to do and, uh, make a living doing it. And I may not be, you know, making billions of dollars. I'm not rich, but, um, I'm blessed to be able to have done what I've been doing for 15 years in a place where people wouldn't think you could do that.
0: Right. Exactly. So, um, what's next for Chris?
1: Oh, um, I don't have too many big plans yet. <laughs> like nothing really big coming on the horizon. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of it's really just, you know, learning how to do different things. Um, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm like, okay, what am I good at? That's great. But what am I not good at? Mm. And I need to get better at that. So mm-hmm. um, learning audio again, like I said, audio is not my, not my forte. Uh, but I have a lot of time that I can spend uh, learning it. And, you know, every single week I get another shot at it. So, so um, uh, messing with audio, learning uh, better ways to do live streaming, which I mean, it's been really good because uh, live streaming is is the future of everything. I think you're going to have, you know, um, televisions moving that direction. And if I can learn live streaming now doing what I'm doing, who knows what I'll be able to do with it in the future. Right. So um, I, w- I want to make sure I get the basics of it now and understand it so that, you know, down the road, who knows what I can use that for. Um, so right now, a more, more of a learning time than um, an exciting time of uh, saying, oh, what's, what's my next gig, you know, um, don't know. Not sure, um, but uh, I know that it'll be something. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I think but it's I, wonderful doing what I'm doing.
0: I think it's wonderful that you're doing. Um, you know, you're a lifelong learner, so that's that's awesome. So, well, thank you, Chris. I think our time is about coming to a close, and um, and I want to thank you. It's been wonderful having you as a guest, and so. um, from Bloom Where You're Planted podcast, sponsored by Never Too Late Cafe. Um, thanks again. This is Laura Walmack saying bye now. Bye, Chris.
1: See you. <laughs>